podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Me, I, 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 Mrs. Jones in the purple rain uh, celebrating. Goodness, we're losing lots of people, but we haven't lost anybody from this podcast. Uh, they're all in from their midterm break, and we're good to go uh, with the final game's analysis of the greatest team on earth. Will it ever be again? Can we achieve those objectives that we set out at the beginning of the season? We'll find out now. Uh, with me now, the man with the catchphrase, Chris, welcome back. Oh, thanks. I've got to think of a catchphrase now. Well, you will do before the end. Uh, the man with the money, the accountant is here. Dave, good day to you. It's great to be back. Uh, it is. And the man over there in Manchester keeping things real uh, for us. Robert, how are you? Without the money or, and without the catchphrase. Yeah, I'm absolutely fine. All the good looks. Don't miss that out, mate. All that's the true, good looks. Uh, so we're here. We're good to go. This is a Manchester United red car celebrating the greatest team. Apologies uh, that nobody but me was available last week. I just want to make that point because I'm like that. <laughs> but uh, I wanted to come in and do it on my own, but it wouldn't have been the first time. Yeah. Uh, apparently playing it's acapella normally is not, yeah, it's not good for me own. at my age. Uh, let's get to it, shall we? Congratulations, hey! gentlemen. Hey! We have got to the final of the FA Cup. It is absolutely... Absolutely amazing. Uh, Robert Meakin, tell us your response. How are you feeling? I was, I mean, I thought it was such a wonderful game as well. It was like a real old fashioned humdinger of a semi final, wasn't it? A cup semi final. It was brilliant. It was, and we've moaned for ages about the fact that the team hasn't been in a cup final you know, for donkey's years. We haven't won it for you know, over a decade. It was brilliant. I think. Yeah. yeah it's, so it, it's a fantastic feeling to be, to be back there in our rightful place as England's foremost FA Cup team. Yeah, I think, for me, Chris, the thing is, it was a great game. And I knew, my mate, my Arsenal Bernard was with me. And I said, he'll save that. He'll save that. It's the best goalkeeper in the world. And I said it to him, like I knew. And funny enough, I did. Did you have a bet with him? No. Oh, <laughs> you should have had a bet with him. Made a few quid back. <laughs> I've got me money back. Uh, I was with my dad, and I was trying to get my dad to calm down, because I was a bit worried about his dodgy heart at one stage. I'm like, calm down, Dad. It's, it's fine. But the greatest thing, of course, was it was the best way to win a football match. And yeah. it was a goal brought up in the tradition of fast-paced football, quick one-two off Marshall, bit of um, what an impact Herrera made in three minutes by pulling back um, Ross Barkley when he was... He took one for the team. He That's took one for the called. team. And then Tiger Ishley knocked the ball through. And when Marshall was through, you never thought he'd miss. Not from there. Not from there. No. I, I mean, it was a game that we enjoyed. And it was a game... That we were very nervous about because you knew Everton had something to prove after their tonking midweek against uh, uh, Liverpool in the derby. Yeah, you never know what United team's going to turn up, do you? One week you have a performance like we did against West Ham or Arsenal at home or City away, and then next week you can have a performance like we've had recently with these one nils at home. That it's not the United team that we want to see, but. My goodness me, the first half performance there was fantastic. Martial, Rashford, Lingard, their movement, and Rooney. And it was, the, young, it was the youngsters. And we'll talk one, about Rooney. We're getting yeah, yeah, I mean, the youngsters that the are youngsters. coming to that team. I mean, the, the, the confidence of Rashford, some of the things he was doing, uh, some, you might say overconfidence, even people like Force Mensa running with the ball and Rooney trying to tell him to calm down. It was just amazing. And 
whether we've stumbled across these players, remember whether Van Gaal has stumbled across them, they've come in and they kind of fit in now and you just think this could be the well, beginning well, of well, something Well, no, come great. on. I mean, I, I know we've got our problems as a podcast. We've got our problems with the manager, but Chris, but here is, if, if you read all the stories, Chelsea have players apparently as good as Rashford, if not better. They will never get in the team because of the short-term-ism. That's a word I've just made up, but you know what it means, mm-hmm. that the managers have to literally hit the ground running He's put these guys in. That boy, Mensah, when he went off is when Tottenham scored all those goals. That's very true. I mean, that cost us uh, big time because Darmian was all over the place at White Hart Lane when he came on. I mean, um, less than, also, you know, it was by accident that these players got a shot in the first team. Because but it's not an accident that they're still in it. No. Rashford does not have to still no, be in the team. No, and now. I think that's a bigger example of how English football is run. I mean, you look at what Pochettino has done at Southampton and then Tottenham. He invested in English. Ryan Mason wasn't anywhere. Harry Kane was on loan at Leicester and all over the place. He, you invest in English talent that come through your club, give them a shot and let them take their chance. And right now, Rashford, and I thought particularly Jesse Lingard, uh, took their chances certainly at the weekend. Yeah, I mean, you've got the spine of an absolutely fantastic team there. Now, look, I know we're going to come in and give the manager a kicking in a minute, but surely when you look at the person who is going to be following this manager, and I have to say, uh, Bobby, that it will be him because we haven't had any denials. Nobody from Man United has come out and gone, look, you need to stop this nonsense now because it will not be happening. So I can only take it from the length of time that it has been talked about that this is what will be happening. His reputation for bringing through youngsters is atrocious, Robert Meakin. Yeah, that is the, the downside. We know how, how good Mourinho's CV is in terms of Champions League, in terms of premierships. It's because he's very enticing for us when we've been down on our luck recently. But no, his, his Achilles heel, you could say, is bringing through young players. I would say against that, in his, in his favour, this was a man who led Porto, Porto to a European Cup win. I don't think there were many, you know, superstars in that team. There are plenty of young players who came through there. So I, I think these things can take on a life of their own. That you know, Mourinho, A, plays boring football and B, doesn't bring through youngsters. They become very sweeping statements. There's truth in the criticism, but I, I still think that uh, the, the, the calibre of some of the players that's come through, the youngsters, I don't think Mourinho would be you know, cutting their heads off very quickly. I, Dave, come in here, because I don't know that that's true. He, he got rid of the boy. Admittedly, he didn't have a good game missing the penalty, but he got them through to the semi-final. He got, he got rid of him. He got rid of a number of players who he thought weren't. But how many youngsters came through Chelsea under Mourinho? Well, no, when John Terry's the last... Um, player that's come through their academy most of them they've got hundreds and hundreds out um what i would say is there's been a, such a Mourinho bandwagon there's another bandwagon the leicester one but the Mourinho one this year is all this press that keeps coming out linking him with the club and there was something earlier on wasn't there like he had written a letter to the club outlining what he would do and what he promised he wouldn't do i.e he will play young players he will do this he will do that he won't stick his finger in someone's eye on the pitch I think they, whether that's true or not I think if he's going to get the job there's going to be conditions attached with that I think but mm. he's not known is he to you know you want in, instant success with Mourinho he wants the money apparently today they're saying there's a 300 million yeah, pound, million pound uh, kitty. kitty for him if that's the case you could, you'd be concerned that someone like Rashford or Lingard could could be in trouble for Semenza, but, uh, but we don't know. I mean, 
Do we honestly, and we've all talked about LVG and would he stay or wouldn't he stay. At the start of the season, the first podcast I was on, you asked me, what's a good season for United? I said, if we won the FA Cup and finished in the top four. At the moment, we're 90 minutes away from winning an FA Cup final and still could get into the top four. It's, it's, it's against us, the games are running out. If we do finish at, in that position, in, top, in fourth place and win the FA Cup... Does LVG still go? Does he still? Yeah, he, 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 does he, does he uh, we we did the we final did years? this. I booked no, his Dave, camp. We, we we did this. We reckon we'll come fifth and win the FA Cup, which means Dave and back me up on this, Chris. You may you don't have to back me up. You can disagree with me if you like. But then it gives him an out. It means that his CV is still fantastic. It means his missus is happy. This is his it. final thing, and he can always look back and say, "This, these are the young players I bought through, and this is what I want for you." He will have his, his legacy intact. He can walk into wings when he leaves Manchester for his last <laughs> meal and um, probably get a nice little discount, I think, because he's won the FA Cup. And don't get me wrong, he will lord that open-top bus parade if we win it, drunk <laughs> and hammered. And I'd advise anyone to check out those YouTube videos. Oh, of they Van are Hall fantastic. When he ran Bayern Munich, they're hilarious. Um, and, you know, he can walk out and go and retire in Portugal and we move on. I mean, I still think there's a, a bigger cultural problem when stories about 300 million are coming out again, are stories that have come out every summer since David Gill left about we've got all this money to spend but then we never actually spend it yeah. and because we can't buy anyone well, so well, well hold, hold, hold on a minute mm. how, how much did uh, uh, Angel did it cost uh, did Maria? Million, how much did he cost but we got uh, a lot of... how, how much did the boy that we don't like who we don't even talk about but let's about talk about anymore, the players that we, we cost how much did Martial no but I have to make a point I mean they want not cost yeah, no, got... how much did Martial cost yeah he's cost like 50 how much did a fat quid? defender cost but then, listen what about the ones that we've spent all the summer talking about yeah they're, that's the issues that's... the Ramoses and the Neymars the ones that we've wasted whole summers and we haven't ended up getting... And, and here's the thing right now. It's April. Those deals are happening now. Yeah, they would have been done already. <laughs> and especially with the Euros in the way, they're happening now. So agents and players need to know who's the manager next year. And if people are going around saying that's Jose, then they're much more likely to sign... Well, because Jose's else. the agent, Ram, uh, George Mendes. You're, you're, you're the oracle there. You're, you're closer to it than we are at the moment. Uh, what are the Manchester evening news saying, Rob? The Manchester News have been a lot more outspoken against Van Gaal, you know, uh, compared to the, the, the way they've been with previous managers. I mean, the key sort of writers for the publication have been going at, at Van Gaal for a long time. And, of course, they have the usual predictable polls that are saying apparently 78, 80% of the fans want Mourinho. I mean, who, who's actually voting in those polls? I'm not ent- entirely sure. But, no, it seems to be that the, the, the departure is taken for granted. And it, it, it seems to be increasingly, you know, they're convinced that Mourinho will take the job. I would just say, if if, if we were talking about Mar- uh, Van Gaal as a 50-year-old manager who was there for a long-term project, I think we'd all be in a rather more difficult place now because yeah. we have been calling for his blood for a long time. My argument has been for, for some time now that, look, this has always been, very openly, a short-term project, three years with a 60-something manager. And it's a short-term project that's been... Which has underperformed, and that's why I think it's only it's only sensible and logical for you know, if there are better people out there for United to make the move. Now we're not sacrificing anything, I don't think, for the long term. He's done a good job. Yeah, he's brought in a few by luck. He's brought in a, a few young players who I hope will, will continue and develop with. But after that, really, there's no real logical reason to stick with him for another season when I think there are obviously better options out there. 
to move the team on. But but also, I think what's the real motivation to get rid of Van Gaal is what is happening around us, with um, yeah. Leicester's rise in the Champions League to Tottenham being a serious force, and everybody yeah. knows Arsenal, Chelsea, Liverpool will be better next year because Guardiola, Klopp, and whoever does manage Arsenal, or they'll have to be spending some money in some way, will have to be um, better and more competitive. And that means... They've gone, Mourinho's around, listen, we just have to do this now, or it could be three, four years before we're back in it, and he won't be around. I'd say on a positive note, Eddie, as well, is if we go back to the game, if you're looking at the positives, Martial, Lingard, Rashford, Forza Mensah, Smalling, the goalkeeper, yeah. we've it's got some... spine, is there? Considering what the we've had to put there. up yeah. with for three Absolute. years, there's Fantastic. so much to, to look forward to. Fantastic. And you have to remember, there is... In 1990, we beat Crystal Palace in the FA Cup final, and then we went on and we won it all. And that is that. That, that was the that, beginning of it. Wasn't that was it? the beginning of it. And who's to say this isn't the beginning of it again? No, we're still two more years after that before we, or three years before cup we got the league. Cup win after that. I know, you know, it was it, fun, we built. It was, it, was, it, was it, was, it was start of the build, absolutely. Yeah. And it was the start of that team starting to win things because it gave them confidence. Yeah. That's why tournaments like the League Cup and FA Cup are so important for it's momentum. to win things. It's absolutely about momentum. It's about a team winning together to get the taste for it and getting better and coping in those situations. Unlike Liverpool, who today haven't won the league for 26 years so congratulations to everyone at Liverpool and if, on this occasion it is your fault let's start a mass kind of like text message thing to all our Liverpool <laughs> friends who I'm sure we all have around it's the today. world to wish them happy anniversary happy anniversary and of course the, the great thing is of course Schmeichel who was our goalkeeper his son now uh, born and uh, trained and in goal at Leicester so his son has won the premiership before Liverpool have. That, which is amazing. But also, with Danny Simpson and Drinkwater and Schluck was on trial, I mean, we've s- kind of won it. Are you saying like if West Ham, when West Ham say they won it. the World Cup? They're gonna, <laughs> yeah. we're gonna, we're I'm gonna, just saying there was an influence. They, well. were, they were brought, it's like, you know, they went to school at Man United. That's, you'd look at your former alumni with pride, right? Fair yeah. Uh, th- th- their reply is going to be, who knocked you out of the Europa Cup? Uh, uh, they still got the bragging rights at the minute. Uh, they haven't <laughs> forgotten that. Uh, and I will just mention drugs. Uh, and then I'd get them to shut up, hopefully. In, in terms of that game, let's get back to that game now. Uh, uh, we have, I mean, I, I like this podcast because we've got a lot of things wrong. But, Bobby, we've got a lot of things right, too. Pull him back. He can spray the ball around. He was doing a magnificent impersonation of uh, uh, Pirlo, Carrick at his best. Uh, he was doing all sorts then was Mr. Rooney, wasn't he? He was. I mean, I mean, it, the way that the team is developing, if, if, if he is going to have a significant role in it. I, I'm convinced it would be that that Skulls-like role. And at the moment, I would say, well, he, he to me, for all the, the flack he takes, he's obviously the best person who we have to be able to do that role. If there's anyone else better, please let them show themselves. But I don't think, for example, Juan Mata could do that role as well. Lovely footballer that he is. So I, I, I do think, if, if, you know, in terms of Rooney's future at United, I hope that is where he can flourish for a couple of years. I think it's the only place he can flourish. And I think that was, yeah. his best, that was his best game in midfield he's ever had when he's played in midfield. For me, tactically, it's interesting whether he could cope in a two in midfield or in a three. But more likely, you play a three now. And yeah, I think so. And the way Van Gaal's yeah. played is with Carrick at the front and then Fellaini and, Carrick and Rooney either side a bit further forward. His... Um, control and ability to, to kind of control the pace of the game, which is what Skulls always did very well, was really impressive at the weekend. And the way he was able to use the legs of Lingard and Marshall wide by pinging quick diagonals 
is definitely attached. He had the time and, and space to do it. We haven't seen all season. He had the time and space to do it. So it will be interesting. Uh, I think our next game, the Leicester boys will be on him, in him, uh, and around mm. him, uh, and, and yep. that will test his temperament uh, and his match fitness because yeah, he totally. can't be on point. You would have thought having yeah, that many games to match fitness. I think he's notoriously really bad when he, he comes back, games. but he looked really lean and trim actually, and looked he, up on the pace. I mean, coming back, running back all the way from midfield to clear off the line. Yes, so, and he's got an eye for a pass as well. He did a lovely raking pass to Lingard, who went through on goal and didn't take the opportunity. Who's to, who's to say? You know, it, it could be it could be something that we could move forward with into next season if we can't find the player we want, and that could be quite good. I mean, you want Rooney in a team if he can play like that, and if it works. And what he needs is those players ahead of him, ones with pace, running into space, and that's what that, and that's going to work for well, him. Well, he's so the England captain. You imagine they've got to find space for him. He wouldn't get in in front of any. He wouldn't get in front of Kane, Vardy. He'd probably he, play at the tip you know, of a diamond or something like that. I would and the boy at Liverpool, you know, give him his due. He's come on, and he's got. If he can play ninety minutes, uh, he, he's the one, isn't he? Deli Ali, Ross Barkley—they're all pushing him in that England team for a, for a spot. Yeah, yeah, and, and aren't we hearing that the, the Arsenal boys, even though he's only played about six minutes this season, he's coming back, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, well, There's he's, Wiltshire. He's definitely. It's going to be interesting, isn't it? Uh, to pick it, to pick that team, it's going to make it difficult. Or stay in Man United for a second for Carrick to get it in that squad. It's not going to happen, is it? No, I think Carrick won't get in the England squad um, this time around. I think also. Um, that balance that squad's really interesting for to work on about who's going to play that, those midfield positions really because the, we've got a lot of choice up front. Ali, Ali's got to be in there, though, yeah, isn't he'll it? be in there. But Carrick won't. I think he's, it's his time to sort of let that go now. He's, will he get he, another season at well, Man United? That's the, that's the whole thing. Uh, will, will he? That's the point. Thirty-four I mean, years you, old. You would think it'd be very. We win more games with him, Dave. Yeah, we have done. We have done. He's been no, got noticeably slower this season, but it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't mean they could off you know, the, I mean, take send him away. Apparently, Newcastle were interested in signing him. But if, if, we'll if he see. plays twenty five games for us next year, that's worth it. Yeah, and Carrick's well capable. How many, well how many yeah, games I, Ryan Giggs played for United? Absolutely, in his career. It's a similar role in the dressing room with the, the knowing how to win games and conduct yourself. We need leaders. For those young so players young to see players. it. Yeah, and he's sat in front of the back four. It'll. He, we should definitely give him another year. Yeah. The best, I think the best scenario for United's midfield, though, and this is a, 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 a Carrick's detriment, is that we actually make some canny investments there and Carrick is forced out of the team. Do you know what I mean? The, you know, I, I do think that we, we, need, we need to strengthen there. And, yeah, I, I would keep Carrick. I think yeah, we, we, we just use him sparingly because he's still a wonderful footballer and can still influence games. But we need surgery in that middle of that the part. And Schneidlin is still... Is he going to make it or is it Schweinsteiger? Unfortunately, looks a busted flush. I think we're going to need to strengthen there uh, next season. And I think, yeah, I think it will be a good sign if Carrick is playing less because it will mean that the team is functioning. I think we rely on him too much. Lady played quite well, didn't he, on the weekend as well? He messes stuff up, doesn't yeah. he? he? He does. He gets involved. He played further forward, didn't he? This he played further playing forward. Against your I found myself going, Go on, yeah, yeah. yeah. And playing I've against your that. own team is great motivation. Though, uh, absolutely. He's got, and you know, let's not underestimate, he has the. He's the best footballer in the world when it comes to controlling the ball with your chest and knees. That's, that's it's great, isn't it? Extraordinary. You can't coach talking that. A, and talking of a player that's supposed to have all of it but can't get in the team, Memphis Depay, there's serious rumours that he's going to get off out of the club after Well, I think season. he has to. I think it probably is a, an attitudinal thing yeah. because you can't, with all due respect to, to, to Rashford, if Rashford is in the team continuously in front of Memphis Depay, a proven striker at the highest level, well, at the highest level in Holland, th- then Robert Meekin, I'm suggesting there is a problem. 
there is. I mean, he's, he's obviously had a stink of a season. I do. I, he, he's just the sort of player, of course, we will sell and he'll turn into top draw yeah. performer. Because I think he's, I think all it frustrates me. I was, I was watching him just the other day again. I thought a lot, a lot of it is there. You see it the way he beats a man constantly. He's flips in and out of games, but he is definitely he is a quality player. And actually, I still think he could prove himself. So I'm very torn. I have to say, part of I have to say, part of me thinks: Do we stick with him, and persevere a bit, and see if it works? Well, he won't get you the game. He, he won't get the game. The problem is, you're not he, will, put it... well, he will. The teams always, he always he'll always get his opportunity if he's there. The opportunities would come. Now, whether he can take them, I don't know. But I'm not convinced. He he's thinks, a failure. He I'm not convinced. What he thinks, like Nani, he's better than he is. He thinks, like Nani, if you're playing your biggest game of the season that he should be involved when you're putting the pace on one side with Martial and you're putting Lingard in there and then you're going I didn't know Rashford was that fast I saw him push the ball past the fella uh, and it was like the guy was walking he's he's not going to get in ahead of those guys he just isn't not not on what we've seen so far attitude Memphis's decision making is poor in the final third no doubt about that I'd ask if you know if Mourinho does come can Mourinho coach into him how to be a footballer at the highest level. The matter's gone as well if Marino comes. I'm all right with that. I'm absolutely... matter can't run. He slows everything down for me. I, I'll be fine. I don't know how you fit him into a team. Yeah, when did this guy, who was double player of the year for Chelsea, yeah. when did he become a mere mortal? When did he become ordinary, boring, when, when Mourinho told him squad he, When Mourinho told him he wasn't, put him on the bench and sold him, really, in the middle of the season. That is was that, the end is of that it. does it to you? Yeah, yeah. I think, are, well, are players... Sorry for yeah. interrupting you, Dave. It's okay. Are, play, are players... You know, we had this with... Uh, you know, uh, Maria, uh, uh, Angel de Maria. Are the players really that delicate? Yeah, I think so. Especially players nowadays. Maria, Di Maria left because he felt like he wasn't getting the support. Apparently he said he didn't get the support at the club that he feels that he's got now. Uh, people are quite delicate, aren't they? I would say that um, uh, with Memphis, he's still very young as well. And I think sometimes, I think maybe the manager doesn't, he doesn't really put his arm around. You can't see him putting his arm around players, can you? Like, he does take people off at half-time, and you can see, as long as he looks after force he and is, the, He is the briefest substitute, yeah. I think. Uh, he just say, well, well you're, as soon as you're here, you might as well just take your boots off. <laughs> it's half-time. <laughs> take your boots off. What does all this mean? I know that I'm getting you to sing the old familiar song, Robert, but I just like the way it sounds, because I think you're probably right. What does all this, whether it be, you know, sticking or twisting, what does it mean? for Ryan Giggs I well I, I don't think Ryan Giggs will be with the club at the end of the season I, I, I just the way it's fallen I can't see him agreeing again to have a, a secondary role under yet another manager that's hard to that's hard to see so I my guess and it is a guess would be that he might actually step away for a little bit and, and weigh up his options I can't I'd be surprised if he leap straight back in Elsewhere at another club. Yeah, but what would he do? Uh, what would he do? What? What? Are, what well, based on his got qualifications, he's, he's he's got, he, he, he has the luxury of time to work it out for a few months. So, but I, I imagine he, he would do that if if if, if there isn't a, a suitable role at Manchester United. It seems to be that manager would, is, is is do or die for him. Essentially, I think I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if he just gives has a bit of time away from it. I don't see him going off to manage Valencia or anything too quickly. I could see him going to Swansea or somewhere like that. I mean, you know, he needs to f- decide for himself whether he wants to cut his teeth yeah. with a, with it's, a proper club. And someone like Swansea, no, but Swansea British might be Swansea might be interesting to them. I here's a wild thought, but do they create a for the want of a better title 
a director of football role for him in which oversees signings and scoutings and the academy re- reporting to the mm. board do they do they find and fudge that role for him in the way that Valdano was at Real Madrid or um, Baldini was at Vieira Tottenham did even, it, or Vieira was at City, City yeah. well, they, they kind of create this role for him um, where he can still be involved in the first team in terms of future and signings and yeah. still be attached to the academy with Nicky yeah, Butt. Possibly. It's, it's, a, it's a thought. It's a, you know what it is? It's like, but then he might, his pride might say, well, they're just it's moving ego. around. We're, to, we're, to, we're talking around the pro- egos. The issue is, if the amount of players that leave United and go on to become managers, it's, it's can become a death, it can become a death now. You know, you well, some of, them have done, some of them have done really, really but you well know what for happens. a little while. Say, for instance, if Giggs went to Swansea and it didn't work, then his whole legacy... Ruined, it's gone. Yeah. Well, Gary Neville's saw, in trouble. We saw that with Brian Robson. We saw oh, that with in seven weeks. I mean, Roy Roy Bruce doesn't get promoted. Roy Keane is destroyed as you know, our I manager. I think he he should be looking at. I know Chris Coleman's in the job. But I think the Wales job would be a good job. For, an assistant for, manager, for Ryan. yeah. yeah. He's, got, yeah. he's gone there yeah, as a, good call. He'd be an assistant as well, though, wouldn't he? Well, well I mean, a, if, if Coleman, you know, if he has a good World Cup, who knows? He could get off. There's a lot of talk that Coleman at Villa or even Swansea again would be interesting. There was talk about Celtic and Giggs as well, which is a bit. Farfetch, but you know, I think the Wales job will be good, like it I was. Think that's a cool, I think that would be Moyes, wouldn't it? Moyes, Moyes would be better advised to go to Aston Villa if he could bring Aston Villa back up. That, uh, that would repair his legacy, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, but whoever gets that, that job's a poison. Don't take the Villa. If job. I was gigs, I'd stay at the club. <laughs> You're saying it like one of us will have the choice. I mean, well, just in they call you lads, right? Just say no, just see the phone, ready and block it. Yeah, block Let, that, take cool. the message, listen to it. Pass it on to Moyes. If I was Giggs, I'd stay at United, <laughs> even if it was under Jose. Whether Jose would bring his own people, he might not want Giggs, but um, I'd stay there because leaving is worse. You could end up like Brian Kidd. Jose will bring in that little angry fella yeah. next to him. Yeah, but he's got a de- The club have got a decision to make because we haven't been classy thus far in terms of the way we've dealt with things or people. We've surely got to get this one right. And, and one hopes there are conversations happening uh, in the... Uh, uh, I don't know, in, in the higher reaches of Manchester United that mean that people can hold their heads up and leave this one with dignity. Well, I thought it was interesting Giggs won that PFA Merit Award in terms of other people who've won it. It's a bit like a lifetime achievement quite thing, timing-wise. If you were doing a bit of PR, you'd kind of give it to me if you knew he was leaving Man United. You're a conspiracy theorist, aren't just, you? Just, you know, I just have lots of ideas, Eddie. That's all. <laughs> Bubbling away inside Bubbling my away. head. Yeah. There's not enough room they're just, they're for just, them, Chris. It's true, that's what they yeah. tell me at work. Uh, give us some of those crazy stats we like, Bobby. Crazy stats? What do you want? <laughs> there you go. Add your full fo- just, just give us, some, give us something <laughs> that we haven't the table, talked about. Crazy yeah, well, it'd be an interesting t- thing to see when we'll be there again. Where... Playing Leicester. So even in your silliness, you've managed to give me a link who are top of the table. And no matter how Tottenham do as we are speaking, they will still be top of the table. I think that 4-0 without Vardy as more or less, you know, if you were the engraver, you'd start, wouldn't you? You would have started, wouldn't you? I wouldn't, because I think there's there's the little twist coming, potentially. And it's all around Old Trafford on Sunday. Um, there is a, still a chance for us for fourth place because City have got to play Arsenal. Arsenal have got to go to City. And they're going to take points off each other. If we can get those three points off Leicester, that's going to put a lot of pressure on Arsenal and City going into the final two games. So that, that game isn't over. And that could mean that if Tottenham beat Chelsea um, next Monday night, 
they'd only be two points behind Leicester. So it's it's they not. haven't won at Chelsea since I had a full head of bloody hair. And that, it's a different Tottenham tell. now, though, isn't it? It's a different <laughs> Tottenham now. Chelsea, Be interesting. Just, I'm just, it's, it's out there. It's a thought. It's something for us to talk about, if not, or we can just move on. No, I mean, that, that has been a difficulty for me, Bobby, that, that, that whilst I understand, I think only Tottenham have a better conceded goals. In terms of the goals that we've conceded, only Tottenham are doing better than us. Yeah, they've scored the most <laughs> goals and let in the least goals. Which, which is really yeah. interesting. But... The idea that we might do Tottenham a favour, because what was it, one all when we played before? Vardy scored that goal that meant that he, yeah, he yeah. could Vanessa right? Yeah, didn't he? And, and, what, what do you. We, our home form is so good. It's not a place we normally lose. We're not going to do yeah. our impersonation of Swansea and, and roll over, are we? We've got something no, to no, prove. No. No, I, I do. I, I, I fancy United to win, to win it. I really do. I think, I think, I think Leicester is going to be, it's still a tough call for Leicester with it. when you look at the fixtures they've got subsequently. I don't think we're going to make life any easier for them. I mean, my, my ideal scenario is that obviously we beat Leicester, get fourth and they still win the league. But, um, I, I, I think, uh, I, I, I think the way we're playing at the moment, I, I know we always get lulled into this false sense of security after a couple of wins, but I, I, I fancy us to do a good job against them. Fourth is still on. Fourth is still yeah. on for us. I don't think we should rule it out at all yet. I think I've got... Not if it's any, if, it gets, if we win two points, right? If we win, we're two points behind. Yeah, I think it's, if, I think it's Arsenal that need to, be, need to be watching themselves. Yeah, they're playing, um, they're playing some really tough games. Um, and I, I think that's where it could come. And as long as he doesn't change the team, because he has a tendency to change a team. Like mm. He did it when we beat West Ham away in the Cup, and then we play, play, changed the whole team, and it didn't work. If he, kept, if he keeps the same team well, You now, don't need Fellaini against Leicester, do you? Listen, I, I would, you I would, don't need Fellaini I'd against Leicester. The same team. No, you need mobility in that midfield yeah, against you Leicester. Don't, you don't well, need if Herrera's Fe- fit, you could put Herrera in, probably. Um, but I'm just saying, don't change it too much, because he changed a lot of players. He put Mata back in, he put Depay in the other week. I'll just keep, keep the same front three. I think he keep, was kind of yeah. saving him, wasn't he, for... A little, there was a little bit of squad rotation probably for the first time he's ever done yeah. I, would, I would hope that he would keep near enough the same team and well, we'd have well, a great I, chance I, th- I think that you'll find that, that the back four will be the same this mental get his team he, he Rojo probably, I don't trust probably, that man he's probably, take, he's probably taken into a room and had a conversation Rooney was shouting at him yeah. during the game I like Ro- that. Rooney, yeah, Rooney will definitely play I don't think Fellaini will play, and I don't really see what he does. I mean, I don't really see what he does up front other than what he has. I, I think Schneidlin might get a game on Sunday. Just, I think that'd be sensible. That'd be sensible, Schneidlin. Yeah. Because he will close down. You've got to close down Conte and, and drink water and, and, and get around them quickly to win the, the ball back. stuff, doesn't he? Yeah, so I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Morgan got a game on Sunday. Ahead of? Probably ahead of Fellaini. Hmm. Yeah. Probably a bit more mobile. It's more mobile. Yeah. So what are you reckoning for... 2-1, I think, United. Chris? You know what? I'm going to go 3-1. Third one's on the break, because it's Leicester try and get an equaliser. Robert? I'm going to go 2-0 United. Uh, Can I just say something to all three of you, right? I think... (laughs) (laughs) No, go on. It's like like being at home. My wife starts laughing before I've even said it. Can I just say, (laughs) this year, unlike any other year we've been doing this podcast... And every single time I think, well, we're going to say goodbye to the man, he gets the result mm. like he did against yeah. Arsenal, right? Against Man City. And every time I think, 
because after Arsenal, we were bubbling, weren't we? Yeah. We were in yeah, there bubbling. Yeah, we back. were all like, you know, finally, he's, he, he, we found a style that we could. <laughs> and, you know, the idea that they were all young people who'd yeah. come through the academy. And, and we kind of made sense of it. And my, my only worry is that, that every time we've done that, we've gone back to zero. Yeah. We get bitten, yeah. So, so I'll just put that in there. I think well, it's a, that's uh, brought the mood down, hasn't it? A one-one. That's usually my. That's just a one-one. Yeah, that's usually my job. Oh no, but but just let me do it once, okay. please. One-one, a draw, but a draw will still be okay. The, mo- the, the most the points important are be thing is, is that they don't win the league at our place. I don't care if they win it after that, but I can't have a team. If, they, if Tottenham lose tonight yeah, and they, they beat they us, beat they us, win it. Yeah, I can't have that. It's, it's written in the stars. Ranieri's going to hold up Chelsea. the Premier League trophy at Stamford Bridge. At oh, God. The Tinker Mouse. Which will be fantastic. Which will be fantastic. Oh, be fantastic. The it's written in the stars. The unicorns are actually real. If, if, if that happens, yeah, if it it'll goes be to the beautiful. Last, if it goes to the last day of the season and they and you know Leicester have to win to win that league, then Chelsea's going to go down and put out Chelsea, the Chelsea pensioners and like you know, Chopper Harris is going to play. <laughs> They're going to just lay no. over. Are they fall down for that? Trust me, John Obi Mikel will definitely be playing in that game up right? front. Because, yeah, up front or even in goal. <laughs> right? Because the Chelsea <laughs> yeah. players will not want Tottenham to win no. the league. No, they, they don't. Want he's, Ranier, he's said, to win. I, wor- I was a bit worried when our previous PFA player who hasn't done anything this year, Hazard, uh, when he said, you know, they're coming to us and we do not want them to win because it made it seem like they're going to put in a bigger effort That's against Tottenham. That's bringing the game into disrepute. In well, yeah, but after Swansea, I think that's already <laughs> oh, happened. I just like the way he said it. <laughs> 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 like, you, like you were going to do something about yeah, it. Yeah, I wrote a letter, you wrote a stern letter. one, to the <laughs> FA. I'm waiting for a response. You will and do Pulis like, as well. Sit in the corner with your hands in your head. Uh, Bobby, listen, <laughs> thanks. We started with smiles on our faces and we've ended with, smile, uh, ended with smiles on our faces. So it's got to be a good one. Look after yourself, mate, and we'll talk again uh, very, Cheers. very soon. Chris, as always, uh, pleasure. Pleasure. I, I haven't got a catchphrase. Pleasure giving you Sorry, my money. You down. Thank you very much. And Dave, come on, mate. It's good to oh, smile, isn't it? Get you, to the uh, FA yeah, Cup there you go. Is it, is it hurting? The oh, first smile we seen of the season. Oh. That is a smile, by the way, Chris. Game of Thrones is back as well. <laughs> oh, I watched it last <laughs> night. Hey, maybe we should end it and then yeah. I'll tell you what happens. Winter is coming. Look, uh, until then, it's left for us to say, come on, you Reds. This is a playback media production. Get all the associated links for this podcast at unitedredcast.com. If you'd like to sponsor or advertise on this podcast, please call our marketing partners, Sports Revolution, on 0207 580 2850 or drop them a line at info at sportsrevolution.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network.